is the Becoming Epic Podcast. Becoming Epic. Epic isn't a word that we're just saying. Becoming Epic. Every person is courageous. Fitness became a blessing. It's my secret weapon. I'm living every second motivating you to become epic. Welcome back to the Becoming Epic Podcast. My name is Adam Berezowski and I am your courage coach. And I can't freaking believe it. New Year's Eve is this weekend and going into the 2023 season. Um, that whole analogy I said in our last episode, which was 2020 was in slow-mo, 21 was in fast forward, and 2022 is in hyperspeed. And I pray that 2023 slows down a little bit. Um, but I am excited that it's here. Um, being in the fitness industry, a lot of people are like, oh, you're probably into the whole New Year's resolutions. And to be honest with you, I'm really not. Only because we really get a new opportunity daily to make the necessary changes that we deserve. It's just, you know, if this is going to be the catalyst for you to do that, great, rock it. But every day we get that new opportunity. And so this year, 2022, was a huge learning experience for me. Um, learned a lot of lessons and, um, it really was a year of unpeeling the onion in my life, which I like to say, because, you know, onions have layers and you peel it and blah, 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 blah. And I've learned so many lessons, some good, some bad. And it was definitely growth in a lot of areas. It was a lot of weaknesses in my life. And then I've been on this path of healing, which I'm going to talk about, um, which I'm actually really blessed to be on. And so this year has challenged me as a leader, as a father, as a co-parent, because I am trying to co-parent. It's just been very difficult. Um, And as a friend and relationship partner, you know, I mean, there's a lot of factors that go into living a happy life that was definitely challenged this year. And so after going through my divorce and then into the pandemic, I really thought I could figure it all out. And I was so wrong. Um, I've always been the type of guy that's like, I can just figure it out as I go. And that is definitely not the case. And when life wants to teach you a lesson, fuck, it holds nothing back. I think this is the first time I've ever cussed on my podcast. So oops, my bad. Um, and really the year started off great. Uh, last year we did the New York city marathon, which was November. We did Spartan in December. And like, we had this like catalyst into 2022, which was, um, like a path of like good business growth and personal milestones. And so we were running off this event high for quite some time. And, you know, for 2022, you know, I, accomplished some new goals. I tried some new things. We did a DECA fit competition, which is awesome. And actually became a DECA fit um, affiliate. For those of you that don't know what that is, it's a Spartan thing. Um, It's an event, 10 different stations. Each station's a different exercise and it's like an all out 100% go out your max for time. So it's pretty awesome. I ran the uh, Las Vegas Half Marathon and PR'd, which is a great course. Uh, probably one of my favorites. Not the first time I've done it. And I'm actually doing it again for 2023, which I'm pretty excited about. And so, yeah, so it really started off really great. And then around March and April-ish, I started dealing with a lot of depression and anxiety. I really didn't know why. 
I mean, a lot of factors were going on. My relationship with my daughter was the hardest it's ever been. You know, we all go through these challenges as parents, and this was definitely one of my hardest challenges. I mean, like I've had a ton of trauma. I think I've talked about it a lot on the podcast um, with my divorce and what I've gone through. So I can't imagine what my six-year-old daughter has gone through and is going through and dealing with. And so I am trying to be the best dad I can be, but it's definitely not perfect. You know, with the little amount of time that I have with her, I want to make every second count. I only get eight to 10 days a month with my daughter because of our schedule and where they live. Um, It's been very challenging, but I'm trying to do things different with her right? I want to create experiences. I want to create memories with her. So spending a lot of time out at trampoline parks, we do a lot. And now since I had my bus and I have my bus, we're spending a lot of time in that and just being able to unwind and enjoy nature. And one of my biggest challenges that I face as a parent is trying to co-parent. And, um, it's hard trying to co-parent with somebody that you used to see eye to eye with on almost everything to then after our divorce, we literally have nothing in common and see eye to eye on nothing. And it's been very difficult. And the one thing that I've wished for since, you know, our separation is for our daughter to have two amazing parents that help her overcome anything that life throws at her and know that really she's got the support no matter what. And I've been trying to get a ton of, trying to let go of a ton of resentment and pain so that way I can come together with her mom and really support our daughter in a way that she needs to be supported. And, you know, this time of this year was really difficult for me because that was one area of my life that was kind of unmanageable. And my personal relationship suffered as well due to the state of mind that I was in. And I felt like the world was really kind of crashing down around me. And so at the end of April, I had a basic mental breakdown and felt imprisoned in my own head. And I went back to therapy and started on this healing journey. And it's been something like I've never experienced before. And I had to basically change everything about what I've done in the past to move forward you know, because the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over again and expecting a different result. So I need to change. I don't was tired of getting the same outcome of not dealing with the issues that I have in my life. And, um, I had to change everything. I took some major steps back at work to reset. I really became more of a burden than a leader in my organization. A lot of people felt it, a lot of my staff. So thank God I had the staff that I do. And a lot of people stepped up to the plate to really hold the fort down. So that way I can go through this. And, uh, and it's hard to say that I became a burden within my own business, you know, and especially the fact that I hold my head up so high as a leader, use those quotes. Um, that it was a hard pill to swallow. And so going back to therapy was massive. Um, I joined a mental health support group that little did I know was going to change my life and really the trajectory. I can't even say that word, right? But you know what I mean? Um, in the path of where I'm going and it's changed it forever. And these groups have become the lifeblood of this healing journey to overcome my biggest obstacle. And I bet you don't know what that is, but it is me. I am my biggest obstacle. And as 
you know, going through this process, it forces you to basically unpeel the onion of your life. And in between each layer, I basically found new traumas from my life that makes up my DNA. And we're talking uh, traumatic things that happened to me as a child that are impacting me today. Um, my past relationships that have left scars on me that's never healed from my drug abuse and party days that I never knew would have a lasting effect on my mental health. But literally my whole past came out and I just went to work because I'm tired of having these same results. I'm tired of having these specific relationships in my life that, and it's really just the relationship with myself that um, I need to overcome. And I never really knew how worthless I felt about myself. And it's hard to even say that because, you know, I have to be very positive and I do have a very positive mindset and, um, you know, but I've never felt so worthless in a time of my life about myself. And it's really scary. And I've learned that, you know, I'm a people pleaser, that it helps nobody and it only has left me hurting myself emotionally. And it's been a learning process to learn this about myself and setting boundaries and expectations of yourself is one of the biggest things that I'm really working on because I don't want the same outcomes that I've had in the past. And being in fitness, knowing that it's important to have this as a tool, it's also my job. It's been hard to have the separation between business and pleasure because people come to me for their self-care. And I'm finding what self-care looks like to me. And over the years, I've never experienced what true self-care is to me. And it's always been go, 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 business, business, business. You know, what can I do? It's like when you have a conversation with me, if like a, you have a good idea and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, let's start a business. Um, you know, so I don't know what self-care looks like for me. So this, so Christmas last weekend was the best time that honestly I think I've ever had and I spent it alone in my bus with my dog at the beach and it was probably the first time that I was able to relax and I couldn't even tell you how long and I always tell people that my brain works in like hyperspeed and for the first time I really truly felt at peace and I know that this bus life and having my bus and being able to travel and go places and be not tied to my business or tied to, you know, having to really go somewhere. I can take my bus anywhere and be efficient. I'm on solar. I have plumbing. I've got everything I need in my bus. Um, and it's going to be key for my peace of mind in my future. And so, um, going through this healing process has been such an eye opener for me because it's having me face my traumas. It's having me face my past. It's having me face the resentment I have against myself. And it's it's hard to even say that just because, you know, it's like on the outside, things look so great. We have so much together, but on the inside, it's the complete opposite. And I'm really trying to match how I feel in my heart to how I feel in my head. Um, I don't know if I've talked about this before, but I call it like the marriage between your heart and your brain. Like your height, your heart kind of guides you, but your brain is kind of like your your realistic side, um, and mine are not married, and so I'm trying to realign that marriage between my heart and my brain, so that way I can learn about myself, I can make better decisions, I can um, 
face the traumas and deal with them and work through them. I mean, it's crazy the fact that I'm 37 and I'm dealing with things that happened to me when I was seven years old and, you know, relationships with family and relationships with friends and girlfriends and, you know, my marriage and all that stuff. And it's, it's all playing a huge factor in this healing journey. And honestly, I've never felt like I've grown more in the past eight months, nine months than I have in the last 37 years of my life and everything has changed. And I'm so blessed to be able to take control and not be, and not be, but be vulnerable enough to go to these support groups, find the right therapist and not just settle for any therapist. And I wish I can have my therapist on here, but I doubt he would ever do that. I don't know. It might be a good question to ask um, because he's given me some really great tools to manage my anxiety, manage my depression, um, manage my reactions and how I do things and to just let things be. And so some of the biggest, so these are the five biggest lessons that I've learned in 2022, which is have more compassion for yourself and then finding the right tools that will help you progress your life. And so some of the examples, like for me, which is therapy, my support groups, my fitness, my nutrition, um, learning what self-care is, whatever that's taking yourself on dates, taking yourself on vacations, your family, whatever that may be, disconnecting, whatever. Um, but you have to figure out what that is for you. And I definitely have talked about the tool belt um, and what that looks like for you. It's going to look different for everybody and what they need to progress. So that was my first one, which is having compassion for yourself. Two is definitely don't take things personally. Being a people pleaser, um, it's so funny. We always say like, oh, don't care what other people think, but it's we all care what other people think. And being a people pleaser, we tend to go out of our way and um, we hurt ourselves trying to please others. We hurt others trying to please others. Um, it's so funny. I always call myself the yes man because when somebody asks me a question, I always say yes without even thinking about it. And whether I had plans with somebody else or if I didn't, I'm always like, yep, I'll do it. And then be like, oh shit, I actually have plans or I have something to do that day or whatever. And I don't think about those types of things. And so, um, you know, the whole don't take things personally is like you never know what somebody else is going through and how they're going to act or react. And you can only control, well, this is what I've learned. You can only control your emotions, your emotional response, which is a weakness of mine because I don't know how to control my emotional response. Um, I lead for my emotions. My personality trait is I'm a feeler and I'm a connector and I feel so deeply and care so much about what other people think, about how I can help them and serve them. Um, it's always about them, 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 them. So I'm learning to really turn the mirror on myself and it be really about me. And uh, not in a completely selfish way, but yes, in a selfish way. So that was number two. Three is uh, setting boundaries. And I have uh, never had boundaries in my life. Um, whether I guess I did as a child, but I had a lot of structure as a child, as a kid growing up, played sports, did all that stuff. My parents kind of kept me busy. Um, but I've always had an open door policy into my life. And what I've learned is that not everybody belongs. And I'm now learning to set these boundaries um, and what I expect, how I expect to show up 
and then as well as how I expect others to show up for me. And then if they if it's not mutual, then again, they, those people do not belong in your life. And then, so yeah, so setting boundaries is massive. Um, my fourth one is, you, this is like so basic, but you can't control what you can't control. And I have been in control of the, the direction of my life. I've never had to work for really anybody else. I've always worked for myself and have just created this life for myself. And I, I am learning that I just cannot control, right? I got to control myself. I got to control my emotions. I got to become emotionally stable for myself, for my daughter, for my future partner, um, and wherever that will take me. But the only person I can control is myself. And this one is probably the most simplest of them all is my fifth one, which is letting go. And I have a very hard time letting go of my past, of people, of my guilt, of my resentment towards others, of the decisions that I've made, the things that I've said, the I want to fix it, fix it, fix it. I just need to let things go and let things be. And that is probably one of the biggest things that I've learned in therapy is being able to sit with yourself, sit in that pain of the decision, sit in that mindset of whatever it is that you're dealing with and feel it. And then being able to not react and letting things go. And that has been probably the biggest and hardest lesson that I've learned that I'm continuing to learn moving forward on this journey of healing, I will say. And um, yeah, so the five lessons, the biggest lessons are having more compassion for yourself and finding the tools that will progress you. Um, don't take things personally. Set boundaries because it is so important with everybody, even your kids, your spouses, all that stuff, because we can always say yes, but then the resentment builds up, all that good stuff, and we don't want that. Um, you cannot control what you cannot control. And then five, being able to let go use your past as a catalyst to do what's right or to do what's wrong because I've learned a lot of wrong this year to be able to do what's right moving forward in my life. And I know it's the new year and so many people have resolutions, but if you don't change the expectations of yourself, you will never accomplish what you set out to do. And so let's make 2023 the year you finally take control of your life and go achieve that body, go achieve that dream job, go get straight A's in that school, go become the best spouse that you can possibly become because you are absolutely worth it. And while on your mission of becoming epic, you need to be unapologetically you because you are you, you are amazing, you are worth every ounce of energy that people put into you, that you put in yourself, and let this be the best year yet. So happy New Year's. I cannot believe this is, what, from now 14 weeks in a, in a row. Yeah, It's New Year's this weekend. Go celebrate. Go enjoy this new turnover or new chapter, whatever you want to call it. I call it my new chapter because I'm definitely closing the book on 2022. But I'm taking the lessons with me to be able to continue on my path of healing, to continue on my path of growing as a leader, as a 
person, for myself, for my daughter, for my family, and my my tribe. Because my tribe means more to me. They are my family, straight up. They've been through hell and back with me, and we are still thriving. So happy New Year's. I love you guys. I hope you guys make this uh, make this right um, for yourself and for your family. And happy new year. I love you guys. Peace. See you next week. Thank you for listening to the Becoming Epic Podcast. If, if you're still listening to this, that means you took something away from this episode. Make, make sure you leave a review and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Becoming Epic. We'll see you next time.